0: And welcome to a uh, special edition of What the Hops. Brian over at Resurgence Brewing Company, again actually, uh, two weeks in a row. And we are here for a special release. It is their Buffalo Brew Geek series release that they have. Uh, And I'm here with everybody had a little hand involved. Why don't we go around the table and uh, you guys can introduce yourselves.
1: What's going on? Nick, one of the brewers at Resurgence.
2: Brian, the other brewer here at Resurgence.
3: Joe Yeager,
4: uh, beer geek. And Mike Sengbush, fellow beer geek. Drew Zach, director of operations, Resurgence. Jeff Ware, president of Resurgence. Uh, Nick Beckman, the new head brewer
5: at Resurgence. I'm just <laughs>
0: as a joke, I'm just an enthusiast. <laughs> so yeah, uh, a bunch of the uh, beer fans, beer connoisseurs in the city, kind of got together with Resurgence and. Uh, we brewed some fucking beer, man. So, what do we actually have here, <laughs> you know? What's that? What do we have here? What do we got going on? Uh, Nick, really? you want to tell a little
6: bit about beers, maybe?
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, well, Drew's the man. Quarterback behind all this, but. So we have three beers here. They're all Imperial uh, lactose uh, stouts. We got the regular OG, which has nothing in it. It's just pure beer. We did a coconut version, which was just so much friggin' coconut, so, jammed into pounds? that little 120 pounds 120. for five barrels worth, and the other one we have is a s'mores, which smells like a Hershey's bar and tastes like marshmallow, Hershey bar, graham cracker, it's great. Really sweet beers.
4: Yeah, so it all started out really is that we really wanted to engage the community and the Ruby community, we really respect. Uh, everybody's opinions what they're doing we really just want to bring people in and and do something really fun for you know Buffalo for resurgence and just for the brewing community overall and uh, we were lucky enough to have everybody come in Uh, we did a three pilots or two pilots uh, two pilots before uh, we were able to um, basically come up with this final version. It all started back in pretty much late November, and it's taken us about five months to go through this whole process, which is you know, really normal for us releasing a beer. So um, everybody was really helpful, had a really good time. We got to try a lot of beers, um, give feedback, uh, tweak the beers each time, and then this is what we came up with, and today's the big day. So everybody's like, hopefully really excited, doing a bottle share outside, and uh, gonna try some beers all day. <laughs> Yeah, it looks it look,
0: looks like it's going to be a pretty long day of uh, beer drinking. With uh, we're kind of winding down winter here and actually getting to spring, so this is like the last of the stout season in a sense. So might as well go out with a bang in a sense, right? That's right.
3: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I'm I'm excited to try these. So I'm going to actually jump right into the OG right now and see what we got going on. Cheers.
3: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
5: Oh, you're supposed to sip it.
3: Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> our first time, second time having the base? Definitely our second time having the base. We didn't have it the first time around. Second time, oh. yep. it's good. Yeah.
0: It's something that you can definitely add many different flavors to, whatever you really want to just kind of throw into it to, I don't know, kind of bring out the base flavors of this and not really overpower it as well, I feel. It's roasty. No, that's. (laughs) Um, So, how did the uh, geeks get involved? What exactly um, was there like a process of, hey, we're going to ask you guys in particular, or like who really kind of.
6: Yeah, I guess a little uh, backstory on how this came to be. It really started when um, there was a meeting, maybe, I'm all right, uh, (laughs) I don't know, what was it, six months ago or so? uh, with the and beer the geeks and the, yeah, was the, there in the, the summit World, so October. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're, we you know, a while ago and, uh, <laughs> the beer geeks got together with a bunch of the brewers and pretty much said, you know, Hey, we'd like to be more engaged by the brewers. And it was really a, a platform for everybody to get together and just say, how do we make the beer scene in Buffalo better? And, uh, So we listened to our customers. I mean, so they said they wanted to be engaged, and uh, so we approached pretty much the people who were at that meeting and said, what if we collab, just like we would collab with another brewery on making a beer, but with you guys, and and it really got you guys into the process and, and made a really true collaboration between us and, and you guys. Uh, and then here we are, you know, what, eight months later, or whatever it happens to be, um, you know, at the very first release. So it, it was a, uh, I mean, true collab in every sense of the way. I mean, we, we worked with recipe development, uh, tasting the pilot batches, making sure the flavor profiling is what everybody wanted, picking the styles. Uh, and uh, that's kind of how it all came to be. So it was really, you know, just the beer geek community reaching out and us answering that call. So it's it's been fun.
4: It, you know, it even went down as much as helping to design the labels. Uh, one of the beer geeks, uh, Kelly Quackenbush, was able to uh, basically do the actual s'more and the coconut design. Uh, we also worked on glassware as well. Um, and really just all the details of the release and um, how today is going to actually end up going. So,
0: Yeah, and uh, with the release, too, you guys have been using Hop mule for all your releases recently. and. That actually that app is pretty awesome. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the six-point app where any of their releases they're going right through that as well and you guys sold out of everything on it right that was uh, available. On
6: yeah it. basically I mean there was maybe one or two full cases uh, available but all of these single purchase items sold out uh, pre-sell which is exciting and uh, it's a nice tool for us I mean we want to just spread out the release a little bit so you know you got three hours in a day where you're just slammed and then it calms down on all the different days so why not take that experience and spread it out over time so those people that don't want to be here when it's crazy busy can come get the beer they want but not uh have to deal with the hassle so it's worked out really well for us and uh you know all breweries can use it so it's really similar to the six point app except that it's available for everybody to sign up for so yeah yeah no, it's it's, fun.
0: i i uh i ordered my case at least
3: <laughs>
2: so next beer yeah let's uh fit the uh s'mores for these s'mores, we went super heavy on the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, super heavy on the cocoa nibs. As you can tell, right on the right on the nose up front. It's heavy chocolate. Uh, and then balance out with just loads of marshmallow, graham cracker, really balance out a full-bodied uh, dessert beer almost. Right, what are these
5: ringing in at? A B B
2: wise. ABB, they're all at uh, 9.4. that's kind of a nice little sweet spot to
0: hit you you're not really over that you're not into that double digit point especially
2: this early in the morning yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know there's a couple bottle of meads open out over there so uh, if you really want to get wild uh, just hit the table real quick especially with everything that you guys have been doing lately too. the rebranding of the sitmo 2.0 to the surge um, a lot of the kettle sours you guys have been doing and Uh, Just a lot of the R&D IPAs that you guys have been doing, you've really been uh, stepping up that Buffalo beer scene in a sense and kind of showing people, like, hey, we're here, and we're ready to start having people notice us even more um, right before you guys start opening up that uh, new location down on the First Ward, too. So stuff like this just even kind of cements you as that, I don't know, a powerhouse in a sense in the Buffalo beer scene I feel so um, yeah, I
3: would say the Buffalo beer geeks are giving a lot more respect to resurgence than years past mm-hmm. you know in a, in a very good way and this has definitely helped this whole process
4: yeah I mean lately we've really just been trying to take more of a scientific approach to our beer making and you know we're really working on playing with our water profile more our hop additions hop timing um, and the variety of hops and how they basically interact together over the past uh, probably six to nine months. And uh, I think it's really shown in our improvement and our um, just really consistency of our beers as well. And consistent's a great word for that too. Um. If I could go back a
1: little bit though, like you said, rolling out all these different beers, like that's the fun part. And that's <laughs> why you guys are here, you know, like, it's just not about us. It's, you know, everybody wants to have fun in creating new beers. And this is just another example of it. So lately, yeah, we've been getting weird with it for sure, but we're trying to.
0: And that's where that's where beer in general is right now. Just get fucking weird with it.
3: Man. You know? Like,
0: what can you think of to throw in it? Just fucking throw it in and we see had if it a beer works.
3: Outside with Skittles. Nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. I mean, was
3: it? nice. It was, a, it was a sour and it tasted like Skittles. <laughs> I forgot how much they, the the guy who brought it said they put in, but it was a ridiculous amount of Skittles. I think you guys did a
5: Skittles beer here for one of
1: the. Way
3: back, kegs. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, skittle
6: brow. Way back, skittle brow. Yeah, before it was cool to put shit in your beer.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We were the trendsetters. Never caught on. on (laughs) Now it's cool.
0: Speaking of the kegs and eggs, you guys are. Uh, putting on tap that key lime sour that you had at the last kegs and right That was really good. I, that was yeah, good. I'm I'm super pumped for that. <laughs> I had it last time, and that was honestly between that and the black
4: currant kettle sour, those are two. Two top-notch ones, man. Huh? We also have so, a little bit of a surprise beer for today, too. Uh-oh. So I'll let Nick uh, talk about that, because he's giving say, me the uh <laughs> the, here. the key
1: lime is <laughs> Brian's baby. Every version, he's nailed it. So I'm excited for that one, too. I honestly haven't tried this version yet. Honestly, I
3: haven't either. So. <laughs> 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 What's the other one? Well, you guys have another one today, right? We do. Something with head
4: in the name? Or... I saw yeah, oh, I'll, um, I'll let Nick say that. talk okay, about that.
3: It's, well,
1: it's just not a beer. It's like six different beers. <laughs> We're now master blenders. We're no
2: longer
4: yeah.
1: ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a real funky beer. It's got, so a while ago we did the Saviour Blanc uh, Head in the Clouds, the barrel aged. So, we still have that rolling around. We blended that with Saison uh, barrel aged in the same barrels. We have a kettle, uh, Lime Berliner Kettle Sour in a Jim Beam barrel. We blended all this together and then added more Head in the Clouds. And... I don't know where to begin with it. It's weird. It's <laughs> all over the map, but it's good.
4: And then, not only that, we also uh, dry hopped it. with uh, Columbus, Citra, and Simcoe. I was going to guess the Myrtle.
0: That sounds interesting and awesome at the same time. Like, I don't even know where to go with yeah. it. It's <laughs> a million things. <laughs> it's a Frankenbeer.
1: It
0: is a Yeah, why don't we uh, hit this... Oh, okay. uh, The last coconut.
3: I love this. This is...
5: You get it on the nose, you get it on the
3: palate. This just tastes like Easter
6: to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is... Easter day
3: tastes like coconut.
0: (laughs) So did you guys have, like, a 80s movie montage where, like, you guys were, like, throwing coconut up in the
2: air at each other and everything like that while you're brewing this? Or?
4: Tons of dudes sweat.
0: <laughs> it wasn't
5: filmed, but we had a really good time doing
2: it. Actually, yeah. Uh, so funny story. I uh, actually toasted all the coconut at my house in my own oven. And uh, Does it me, still smell like coconut? It took me about 12 hours and steamed up every single window in my house, <laughs> including the living room, which is the farthest window away from the kitchen. So it was it was a lot of fun. I wish uh, my house smelled
0: like coconut instead of sauerkraut.
1: <laughs> so,
0: that coconut is heavy in here.
1: Wow. I think it adds a lot of texture, too. Brings out a lot, a lot mm-hmm. more creaminess compared Com- to the OG.
0: Yeah, comparing it to it, it's definitely... Uh, especially because these are all these are all draft here right now, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, having a sip out of the can, it's crazy because the, the coconut comes out a little bit more draft-wise, I feel. Which, usually, wouldn't it be the other way around, in a sense?
3: I think it tastes the same, because I had two cans last night. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, I did. It was, I had to have another one. Um, but, the, uh, the, the smell, I definitely think, comes through more coconut on the tap. But, I, I mean... In my second can, you know, after I sipped it for longer, it did open up over time. So anyone drinking it, I suggest you know these take about an hour to sip on it. it really opens up nicely.
0: Yeah, definitely let these definitely let these warm up because uh, yeah, there, there's there's a lot of flavor going on I feel in everything right now. So
3: I wanted to ask the uh, Drew or anybody, is there a chance that these could be re-released in the future, or is this it?
4: Yeah, I mean I think that's something that will. Again, this is all about listening to you guys. and so based on feedback. Yeah, I mean, we really want to uh, engage brew uh, geeks and beer geeks, and, um, you know, this won't be the first one uh, and last one that we do. We plan to do additional be. ones. It is the first one. It won't be the last one. It was the first one. It's not the last one. And uh, I guess these are getting to me already. Um, should have had breakfast. Uh, so, uh, you know, hopefully at some point... Um, You know, after we maybe do a year of these, maybe we'll do a big release uh, and do all three on tap for people to come back and experience and and try again and really compare uh, each release that we did. So, uh, now we're really excited uh, for this series to continue and have the feedback from everybody and engage you guys, so.
0: Did any of these uh, find their way into a barrel somewhere?
2: This coconut one barrel aged? Oh my God. Unfortunately, they they did not because we did brew in such a small quantity. Mm. But...
3: There you go. Stay <laughs> <laughs> tuned.
0: No, I mean, even with this base, though, you could throw that into a barrel and just, you know, have some fun with it, too. Yeah, so the, the sky's the limit, I feel, with <laughs> with what you got going on here. And
1: yeah, We'll just... give a cheap, cheap plug, though. We did... Barrelage, a different uh, batch of stout in four roses and basil basil Hayden barrels. Yes. And I can't wait for those to be ready, man.
0: Hopefully, you guys are gonna let them sit for a little bit instead of getting an antsy on it. Yeah. That's the one thing. You get a lot of breweries that get a little antsy when it comes to having things in barrels, where it's like, oh, I just want to get it now. It's just like, yeah, let it, let it wait a little, you know.
1: We definitely test try them three to four months every three four months see where we're at and see if we're happy with it so that's how we get our ants out of our pants let's we'll try it but we don't want to stick it in the tank quite yet
3: i would like to thank them for doing this this was a great experience and they were great with communication and taking our opinions and everything worked really well we got about 400 emails in our thread to prove, yeah, <laughs> we talked a lot, so.
4: And 400 emails was uh, about 85 pages of yeah. emails when I tried to print it out one time. I <laughs> <laughs> had to immediately stop that. I, 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 think, I think
3: next time the group should probably text. I feel like a group text would, it might might work a little easier.
5: On batch um, two. Batch, batch two will move to text. Too.
3: Yeah. Like you gotta scroll 80 emails to find the picture that yeah. somebody sent, so. But it was. I had. I had a great time, and I know the other guys. I won't speak for them, but I'm sure they.
5: Please don't.
3: I won't. You, You got the mic in your hand. You look like you're ready to drop something. So go ahead. I'll, I'll drop the mic when I'm done but yeah
0: actually don't drop the mic. those things are kind of expensive
5: no it was a it was an extremely rewarding experience and it just very very fun for someone who is an enthusiast I've never brewed a beer before in my life so to go from you know stage one of coming up with the, the recipe and doing pilot batches and the tastings and constantly tweaking it's it was very eye-opening and just very exciting and, and a, just a real fun experience to be a part of so Um, uh, a lot of props to Resurgence and and to Jeff and to Drew for for taking uh, what they did out of the summit and reaching out and and you know saying we hear you and we want to support you and uh, and kind of really reaching out to the beer community overall. Uh, This was a a really big deal to us so I I hope that this is a a very uh, successful event. It looks like it's going to be from the, the turnout outside. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, I, I really hope that this continues for, for days, years in the future. I mean, this is uh, it's outstanding. So uh, personally, I just want to say thank you to you guys. This is an outstanding experience, and uh, we really appreciate the opportunity. Say so you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
0: Like you said, it's it's definitely looking fun outside. Uh, they're getting ready to open the doors here. They got some fun stuff on that are, that's going to be on cask as well. And uh, thanks again to Resurgence for letting me uh, do this. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Because thanks for having us. It's, uh, you definitely cemented yourself as uh, front runners of the Buffalo beer scene in my in my book.
5: You can say powerhouse.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, powerhouse is a great no. word. <laughs>
3: But um I will cheers everybody to a cheers. great experience and a great day. Yes. Salute. Cheers. Thank you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network.
0: Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada.
1: Find this show and others like it at
0: hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.